Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. The best sports card podcast, in my opinion, in the world. And we bring you winners, hopefully day after day after day. And um, Tyler Hero is a winner. And I'd love to hear what you thought of uh, – you, you played with him a little bit in Thrive Fantasy. You had Jason Tatum on your roster. Um, you had, I think you had Jason, Jalen Brown, right, who cost you yep. some money with a steal. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's funny. The, uh, it would have been even more money, but I love that. that, that I was obviously paying attention to the game last night, and the, the, the format of the fantasy that I was playing on the Thrive Fantasy app is different. It's not like, okay, you know, pick these players and you get points. It's – is this person going to have this many rebounds over or under? So, um, yeah, the, there was one of them where Jalen Brown's uh, over-under prop was, will he have a steal or not, basically? It was over-under half a steal. Really? So, yeah, so that was the prop on Jalen Brown, right? So you're like, you know, I say, no, he's not going to have a steal. And then with, like, two minutes left in the fourth quarter, I send you a picture of me winning, like, $700 on one of them. And then I refresh it. I was like, he got a steal. No! You know, like, it's worth $40 wow. now. And I'm like, it's crazy how it happened, you know. But, yeah, it's different to watch. You know, like, Goran Dragic, right? He had, he had all these all these points, right? He was scoring and had these great moves. But the over-under prop on his was uh, eight and a half assists and rebounds. So, you know, he got – he had five in the first half. It looked good. Then he had eight with a couple minutes left in the game. And every time he touched the ball, I'm sitting there going, don't shoot it, pass it. You know, just come on, throw a lob up to Bam and let him dunk it. Get that damn assist. And he never got it. You know, he, he had a couple of nice, uh, couple of nice shots in the, in the fourth quarter, but never actually got me my last rebound or assist. But even missing those, yeah, I mean, I, I, I cashed on every one that I entered last night, which is fun. You know what I, I was thinking about when you were talking about that? I would play Tyler Hero over points, uh, over rebounds and assists. Because well, so what, what, what teams do sometimes in, in New Age, and th- this team reminds me of the Warriors so much, this Heat team, uh, the Warriors in their early days. The, the reason why the, 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 uh, the bigger guys box out for the point guard is it speeds up the offense, right? You're able to get across half court in just a few seconds, and you could get in your set with 22 seconds left on the shot clock. As opposed to when Bam or some, some big man, and Bam could dribble the ball up the court too. He reminds me of Draymond, by the way, in a lot of ways. He plays that kind of way. It, it's, it's just so important. Uh, they're boxing out for Hero. So I think that's an interesting play. Not even over points, over rebounds and assists for on him. So the, uh, the number on him, he, I keyed him on every single one last night because of you. Because, you know, obviously you say, you say Hero and, you know, it's, it's, that's your guy. But – his number was over 18 and a half points and assists. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Pretty he got different. that. He got that. I, I mean, beginning of the third quarter, I think he had it, you know. What, what, what would you say? So, like, right now, if you were buy, sell, or hold hero after what you saw last night? Today, like this minute? Yep. I would hold him because I think the team's going to the finals. And okay. – you know, coming into the playoffs, it was more of a lottery ticket that maybe he's going into the finals and going to have a relevant role. But, you know, he's a name now to you and me and our listeners here. And, um, you know, he's a name now to people who are in the hobby, people who collect. But what will happen to him is akin to Juan Soto last year. You know, um, 
I knew who Juan Soto was last year because he was a highly touted rookie and everybody knew who he was and he had to buy his cards. But when I came into work during the World Series last year, my coworkers who don't own a single card know who Juan Soto was and, you know, talk about, hey, that's that guy doing, he's dancing in the batter's box. And uh, you see this young kid hitting home runs in the World Series and that'll be hero. I mean, it's a very different thing when you make it to the finals and it's televised and, and people are watching it who normally wouldn't watch it. And if he wins, you know, forget it. You know, it's it's amazing to, to see how he has changed his role. I mean, I, I talked to you about this. Van Gundy does a good job of it because, you know, a lot of people don't don't look back on this. It's, it's a couple of weeks ago, but Ja won Rookie of the Year with Zion in second place. They had three finalists for the award. And the number three finalist was Kendrick Nunn, a guy who we haven't even seen this series, right? He's on Hero's team, right? So, you know, after he goes on a tear and, and, and has 12 points in, in the second quarter, you know, Van Gundy's like, let's go. Let's, walk, let's take a pause in this game, walk over to the sidelines right now, and re-vote on the all-NBA rookie first team because he didn't even make the first team because, you know, they can't have both of them do it, and he made the second team. It's irrelevant, really, right? I mean, the kid doesn't care. And, you know, he wasn't drafted that high. He's a Kentucky kid. Um, you know, he, he, he's going to come into the league with a little chip on his shoulder, and he, he, he walks out there with the swag thinking that he's the best on the court anyway. So it's just another thing to add fuel to the fire, right? So I, I kind of like it for him, right? I, it's it's going to be great for him long-term. The thing is, Nunn was a professional player, though. Like, he, he came from the G League. So, like, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is coming in as a 20-year-old, 18-year-old, mm-hmm. 19-year-old. Your body's not ready. Yeah. Like, just, just physically, like, like, Zion is a freak. Ja so is a freak. Tell me what you think about this comparison. Sure. He looks like a 2018 Luka. I agree with that. He's running the offense. They can start to run the offense through him. I mean, he's still coming off the bench, which, you know, I don't get. And that will not happen next year, well, which is another reason why he's a hold. Well, that's but why. Think about yeah. why, he, why they did that. You have four vets on the team. But really coming off the bench is not an issue. Actually, coming off the bench is a good thing because you get to run your offense. When you're running with vets, like, it, you, there was actually a few times, like, Iguodala and Jay, Jay Crowder, they weren't too happy with Hero having a ton of the ball because – they don't really want to share the ball with a the rookie. They want to win now. And Hero, you know, he's going to make mistakes. He, he's made a few mistakes that were pretty costly in, in the playoffs, to be fair. But they're rookie mistakes. They're him trying to do something with the ball. And that pisses the vets off. So bringing him off the bench, it gives him the freedom to actually learn how to run an offense. And that's why those things are so subtle. That's what makes Pat Riley and Spolstra so good. That's what makes them so good, in my opinion. Well, they get the most out of their players. And, I, I mean, look, and watch Iguodala last night. How could you not make that comparison to, to the Warriors? And it's funny, too, because I've seen all these articles about how this is the easiest path for LeBron to a title because he doesn't have to go through the Warriors. But he might actually have to go through the Warriors, a different version of them in the heat, you know? I, I'll be honest. Well, this is hands down the easiest path for LeBron with the best team he's ever had, in my opinion. Uh, you could argue the Kyrie-Kevin Love team was probably maybe a little bit more deep. Um the, the, the Heat do So you think me. this is the best team he has? You think it's better than the Miami Heat teams that he had with Bosch and Wade? No. I mean, that was a legit super team built to win championships. I think – how do you – like, better, yes, more gritty, no. So Wade isn't that good. Like, if you look at Wade's numbers, he's not really that great of a player. But he's super gritty and tenacious, and he's going to be nonstop attacking. So what frustrates me about Anthony Davis is, in my opinion, Anthony Davis is a top three player in the league.
but he doesn't always play like it. He's a little bit shy. He's a little bit more passive, you know? Yep. Whereas when Wade got on a heater, man, he would just chuck. He would chuck. He would chuck. He would stay attacking. Where I think Davis, and I don't know why that is, he doesn't always attack. And he could get right. a bucket every single play. Like, he shouldn't be scared to take 30 shots in a, in a game. Yep. He could, pull, he could pull up for three. He has a mid-range. He has a fadeaway. He could get to the cup. He could finish with both hands. And he's seven foot tall. Like, dude, Anthony Davis is a freak. Yeah. No, and I think he could do more. And I think as the, you know, maybe in the finals, he'll have to do more. You know, you've been saying it all along, right, that him, LeBron and Davis and the team seem to be kind of on cruise control, seem to be going at 60%. Or, or, is that, like, it's going to be interesting to see tonight. Like, they really are. And, and Jokic is kind of a funny guy, too, which is, like, he, I think he's confusing cover. Like, the shots he makes, you know what I mean? It's, like, ugh, it's, like, so weird. Uh, but he's, he's effective. Jokic is a tough cover, man. Oh, we'll see what happens. I mean, look, the Nuggets, you almost got to figure if they go 2-2, they're going to win the series because, you know, if they go 3-1, they're in the, they, they win the series. So, 2-2, they're even, even a better spot. <laughs> Listen. If if uh, if it goes two two, that was what uh, my my son's prediction was. Remember, he says they're going to be two two, but then the Lakers are going to win the next two games and win it <laughs> and win it in six. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's it's very interesting. You know, basketball. I, wouldn't be I like it. I like. Uh, and here's one thing I've noticed. Here's one thing I've noticed. I've been thinking a lot about like, there, you know, like how NFL like Bill Belichick doesn't always open up his playbook. Mm-hmm. You've heard that. There yep. is that same thing about LeBron. Like if you've noticed, he hasn't taken a ton of shots. Like, actually jump. True. Yep, that's true. And um, I think that's interesting. I, th- I find that very interesting, actually, because for a team like them that doesn't shoot really well in general, uh, why is he not shooting? And I'm wondering if he's going to shoot a lot more in the, in the finals because he does feel like he's very much on cruise control and he's playmaking and he's getting the other guys involved. And then he could add that to his repertoire any ch- anytime he, he needs to. Right. Okay. I mean, that sounds easy to me. Listen, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think everybody would agree that this is the easiest path for the Lakers to the finals. We'll see what happens. I love the game last night. You have any prediction for tonight's game? Lakers Nuggets? What do you think? Game four, big game. It, for me, it's really easy. I, 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 it's really easy for me to predict the Heat, Celtics, the Celtics, Raptor, because both those teams compete. With me, the Lakers, it just depends which team shows up. So, like, if I, honestly, if I'm betting that game, I wait till halftime. And I hop on on the second half line because that way I'm able to see which team shows up. It's just frustrating. I don't like that kind of, like, I don't like teams that don't compete. So it's, it's a gamble. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to play half-assed or like if they're going to come in and just blow them out because if they play their best, they could blow them out by 30. Right. Well, how come they're not playing their best? What's the story there? Like how could a team that has a championship on the line not be playing their best every time? Is it, is it saving their energy? I mean, what's the story? I think LeBron has like you can't you, you need to remember like LeBron's been in the league for 18 years. Mm-hmm. He's there's been times where he's played his best and he's run out of gas in in the finals. Actually, a really good example of that is when he played for the Heat and remember he had cramps in the finals. Were they menstrual? Yeah, 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 he had cramps, uh, spasms is actually a better way to put it. Okay, like, better. Not like girl cramps. You know, I don't uh, like LeBron, so I had to make that joke. Sorry, audience. It's juvenile of me, but I'm not a LeBron fan. He will I'm never not be either. Michael. He'll never be Michael Jordan. I don't care what any of you say. 
but like he's he's he has blown teams out. Like if you've watched, if you go back and watch his his uh, early round games, he would dominate the playoffs. Straight up, blow teams out, cover the spread, sweep, sweep after sweep. And what would happen is when he would get to the Warriors or he would get to uh, what was it, OKC or the Mavs, he would be burnt out. He wouldn't have that extra gear. All right, so, so listen. I wonder, is half power going to be enough to get through the Nuggets? I mean, is he is he is he cutting his yeah. nose? I mean, like that's the deal. I mean, I guess we'll see tonight. So let's go on to the more important stuff. Do you really think? Let me paint it to you this way. Yeah. Do you really think a vet like LeBron with a, a guy like Anthony Davis wouldn't get past the Nuggets if every single other year LeBron has got to the finals? LeBron has never not got to the finals. Yeah, but he's also mm-hmm. never not got to the finals in the West. Yeah, I think I, I, I've never understood that narrative. I got to be honest; that that narrative always confused me. Listen, but I don't, I don't understand somebody who says that LeBron always makes it to the finals. Yeah, he made it to the finals in in the East when he had a super team with him, and he was younger. He's also never tried to go to the finals as a thirty-five-year-old, uh, playing at sixty percent power with this Lakers lineup, where the majority of the team, besides Anthony Davis, has been invisible. I mean, where is Kyle Kuzma? You know, where, where is the rest of this team? They're doing nothing. I mean, nothing Caruso was like their number three contributor. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. yeah, you can, you can look at what he's done in the past, but I look at who he's had with him, who he's lined up with, and he's had easy path to the final in the East, I believe. Um, I think this might be his easiest path to the final, and I want him to get to the final because I want him to lose in the finals because I want that yeah. to be what he's remembering. Three and seven? I want him to be three and seven. I want him to be, I want him to be three and seven in the finals. I want LeBron to be three and seven. I want to stop making T-shirts that just say three and seven. Use use the combat for that, my friend. All right, so let's talk about Thursday night football. Yeah, I just looked. Jags, Jags Heat. You uh, Jags, know I'm uh, excited. Man. You know I'm excited. So my son said to me when I left for for work this morning. Can, can I stay uh, here real yeah. quick? I'm sorry, you're going to kill me, Luca Nation. I know you're going to be pissed. I just wanted to quickly look up how many minutes LeBron's been playing. He's been playing 30, 33. 30, 37, 36, 34, 28 against Portland. He's been playing 37 and 36 the last two games, but that's an interesting stat. I think he's going to be start playing uh, closer to the 40 minutes in the finals. All right. Thursday night football. Minshew right, so, mania. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? So it's funny, right? Because, you know, I'm a Minshew guy. and My son and I love Gardner Minshew. And, you know, it's fun watching the Jags. That they, they should be 2-0. But, yeah, look, it is what it is. Um, you know, they're having a better season than the most thought. They had a pretty tough tough lineup um i'm definitely getting some daily fantasy you know lineups in for for the game this evening um and uh but the funny thing was i love this morning and my son says to me he's like hey Dad, i know we're gonna see Minshew. i know he's gonna play great but you know, how come we're not seeing tua like, where's tua he said because you know it's miami tonight right? it's miami against jacksonville and i tried to explain to him how you know a lot of times when a rookie quarterback comes in you know the uh the team will still go with a veteran so that the rookie quarterback can learn, you know, especially somebody like Tua who's coming off of an injury and, and all that other stuff. And he's like, no, but, but, you know, people are paying all this money for Tua cards, you know, like how, how he's got to play, you know, to justify that. This is my seven-year-old son. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I tell people to be cautious with Tua, but he can turn into something, you know, really good, especially, you know, Miami's offensive line is not so great. Their defense is not so great. You just, you don't want to kind of throw them to the wolves and he got it, but he's upset because it's, you know, a nationally televised game and he was hoping to see, you know, the rookie. Um, it's so, Fitz magic. Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic is, is, 
He's solid. I, I, I like I don't him. Wanna, he's serviceable. He's serviceable. That's a great. So what's funny is we actually like we actually like Fitzpatrick. We actually like it. We we watch him play, and you know he he does more with less all the time. The beard's right. getting a little it's getting a little scary. But yeah, he's serviceable, and, and he understood it. But it would have been really cool if Thursday night football game was was my man Minshew against Tua. Tua having his coming out party. Um. So, but it's not. Is, the thing is, football isn't like basketball in the sense like. For Tua, maybe the best thing for him is to sit a year and learn under Fitzpatrick, where for Hero, it's better to come in and play. Because you put a quarterback in there that's young, raw, coming off an injury, you could have a Robert Griffin uh, third on you. It could happen really quick. Yeah. Um, because they're not able to get the ball out of their hands as quick. They're not able to read defense as quick. These guys come – these pass rushers come fast and they come hard and they're trying to crush them. Uh, so – I don't know. I, I would say it's dangerous to put in a rookie quarterback before he's ready. You think if it wasn't for COVID and you think that there were fans coming to the games and it was, you know, a, a situation where you're trying to pack the seats, you think they'd be starting uh, Tua? Is Tua that in good? I, I, I mean, I know he played for Bama, but it, it's really hard to judge a quarterback on Bama when you, every single player on your offense is significantly better than them. Tua more the fits the mold of the up-and-coming quarterback superstar a la Russell Wilson, Kyla Murray, Lamar Jackson, you know, more mobile with an arm, maybe even more in the Mahomes ilk than a Ryan Fitzpatrick does. He's definitely putting more people in the seats than Ryan Fitzpatrick does. He's definitely putting more people in the seats. Kyler has legs. People forget Russell Wilson was like 22 or 23 when he was drafted. He played four years of college and transferred. Mm -hmm. So like Russ didn't come in as a raw 20 year old quarterback. Like Russ was legit. Uh, I think you should sit a year. I really believe it. Like a year at 20, coming off of a, whatever, a pretty serious hip injury. Uh, whether you are putting fans in the seat or not, like what puts fans in the seat long-term is winning, not just a brand name. Yep. Listen, I, I agree with you, but I would expect the Jaguars to have a great night tonight. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my, that's my, you know, I'm stacking the hell out of the Jaguars. It's any overs on Minshew. Minshew is going to have yards like crazy. I mean, he had a huge game last week, and, um, you know, he's a throwing quarterback. He runs, he scrambles, you name it. But did anybody see what Josh Allen did to the Miami defense last week? I mean, that's a guy who runs and throws a little. I mean, he had 400-something yards passing last week against the Dolphins. The Dolphins kept it close, um, and I anticipate the game being pretty close, too, because they're, they're, they're both teams that kind of, like, play to their level of competition, yep. you know? Um, and I bet you it comes down to, you know, the fourth quarter it won't be boring. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in the game. I mean, the Miami defense is not that good. Two gunslingers. Oh, yeah. Really, two slingers. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be cool. Um, my pick, actually, for cards, and it's an interesting play, right, because I've told you guys not to chase rookies. Don't chase the football rookies, right, because Mosaic is overpriced and it's crazy and it's the whole deal, right? So the Jaguars have a running back, James Robinson, an undrafted oh. free agent, all right? But here's what's interesting about this. Last year, and right around this point in time, I started buying up all the Gardner Minshew cards I could find on eBay. All of them. Didn't matter what it was. They had, what was it called? The Luminance, right? Luminance, there was a card. There was the draft cards that were out there. I didn't buy Leaf. Um, but, you know, there was like Prism draft picks cards of, uh, of Minshew. And I was buying them all. Buying the auto, I was buying the camo, I was buying the whole deal. So there's no mosaic of James Robinson, but there's a bunch of score cards of him still in his college uniform, and there is the prism draft pick stuff. Nobody knows this guy. 
Nobody knows him, even though he had 100-plus yards running last week and added three catches last week. Um, he's got the national spotlight today. And, um, you know, he's the only game out there. You're going to have Minshew mania, and you're going to have, you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of people talking about the Jags' surprising hot start. And I think the Jags win tonight. I think they go to 2-1, and one, which, you know, that might be half their win total for the year, by the way. But after tonight, they'll be 2-1, and one, and people are going to be talking about James Robinson because he's going to have over 100 combined yards again. If you're going to look at Daily like Fantasy, stack them. Uh, you know, put him in there. He's going to have some receptions. He's going to have some receiving yards. I think he's probably going to score a touchdown, um, you know, because he is their running back. Remember, they've handed the keys to this guy because they cut Fournette. You know, they got rid of Fournette. He's gone. Um, and this, it's this guy's backfield. It's not a backfield by committee. It's, it's, it's his job. So, you know, just a quick look on, on um, eBay. And I saw the, the score rookie card of him. It's card number 382. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get it for two dollars. I see. I Score is the now. brand. Score is the brand. Yeah, it's 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 Score. It's that's the brand. It's a Panini product. Oh. It's got the Panini rookie on it. It's got the RC on it. It's got all that other fun stuff. You can take a look at it. What's it's, the number? You put it, number three eight two. Score rookie. You see him. He's there in his college uniform. Interesting. Um, I see him. You know, a dollar a piece. You know, plus shipping. Try to find somebody with quantity. And I would also – so what's cool is for a couple bucks, you can get parallels on them. There's black border parallels. There's yellow border. I see a black border parallel right now for $4. I see a yellow one here for, uh, you know, for $8. Um, that was at Illinois State. You know, he wasn't in a top college. He wasn't uh, – you know, he wasn't there. But, uh, you know, he had 100 yards and a touchdown against Tennessee. And, uh, you know, he made – I think Panini Instant had a card for him also that was out there. Don't shy away from the um, – the Prism draft autos on him also. I think also contenders draft pick. You know, I see him on here. They're $10 or less, and you can pick these cards up. Um, you know, I'm trying, I love to, it. I'm trying to look at these. So here's a lot. Uh, hopefully, maybe the first person who looks this. A lot of score. It's got a red border parallel and three rookies of him. So three score rookies yeah. and a red border parallel. It's $11.99. For 12 bucks, you get the red border and, uh, and three of his other rookies. You can get – I'm trying to find the cheapest autograph that I see out here. You know, I think for 20 bucks ish you can get auto. I see a score auto for 25 or best offer. I see a contender's college ticket auto for 25 or best offer. So why am I directing you to these guys? Because I think this is a play sort of like the Minshew one that I did last year where before regular Prism came out, um, the, the cards that I was buying were the only ones you can get of Minshew. People were seeing him play well, win games, you know, put up stats, and they went on eBay looking for his cards, and it wasn't a regular prison yet, so they had to buy what there was there. This guy, a little added bonus for him and why I made him my pick is I don't think he's in Mosaic because he was oh. an Illinois State guy, and if you search for James Robinson, I, I don't see a Mosaic card for him. Um, so you're able to, you know, capitalize on that. There's not going to be this – um, you know, crazy and insane amount of cards out there for the guy because you put Robinson, 2019 Robinson Mosaic in and you're only going to find Duncan Robinson. So um, that's really good because people aren't looking his way right now and there's not this huge, huge supply of his cards. That's going to cause him to go up. 
this guy has a game tonight that I think he's going to go after, and those cards that I'm telling you to buy for 3 or $4 are going to be 8 or $10 or $12, you name it. So it's a quick easy flip. I'm not even telling you to grade these cards because that's not what I did with Minshew last year. I was buying all of his autos for 10, 15, 8 and selling them all for 25 or 30 the following week or two weeks later. That's it. Quick. I, I love it. I'll tell you why I love it. I, I don't love the college uniform, but we'll come back to that in just a second. Me neither, but he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any yep. cards right now in well, the pro uniform. Exactly. And maybe it's a play that you could also spot when Prism comes out. And We'll talk about that in just one second, but I went on Instagram and I, this account I love to follow is called Form Shooting. And it was showing Tyler Hero practicing his shot at the McDonald's Jordan Classic uh, in 2018 while everyone else is playing and sitting. And what do I, why do I bring that up is guys like Fournette, you know, you got to understand oftentimes these guys that are really hyped up, things come easy to them. Guys like you just mentioned, his name's James Washington. When things don't come easy for you... It's Robinson, Robinson, Robinson. James Robinson, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Uh, When things don't come easy for you and you still make it to the NFL, more than likely you've developed the gritty habits, the day-to-day to to make it, to prove yourself, you know, to get better. Um, Whereas guys who, you know, they're, they're high school phenoms, oftentimes they don't develop that work ethic. So I love teams like Jacksonville this year who got rid of some of their so-called as the media would say right this is the what the media would say Fournette's a stud former Heisman beast uh they got rid of uh, Jalen Ramsey these are high profile guys but don't forget the guy that's right behind them on the depth chart more than likely he's a professional and he also has a chip on his shoulder because you know he wasn't starting he didn't go to LSU he went to Illinois State and I love guys like that. I love guys that have something to prove because regardless of the media talks about you or not, that has nothing to do with how you perform. Uh, and it has nothing to do with your habits and your daily practices. Um, and that's why you see so many Andrew Bynum's, Kwame Browns, these guys that fizzle out, even though they're high school phenoms, because when things come easy to you, you don't develop those habits. Um, so I love that play from that standpoint. All right. Well, I like it from that standpoint already. It's a cheap play. Um, and I, like I said, I just don't think anybody's looking at him right now. Everybody's busy with uh, Clyde Edwards and Dobbins. And I like Dobbins too. He might be a little under right now, but everybody's, everybody's, you know, everybody's looking somewhere else. Everybody's looking at mosaic, mosaic, mosaic. Um, this guy's not in it. So, you know, I, I also don't love the college uniforms, but it right now that's all you can get. And I think it's a play you want to try to capitalize now before he has back-to-back 100-yard days. I'll have some fun with you guys here today. Um, so I have a few plays, but I'm going to only bring you guys one, and I'll bring the rest tomorrow. So for all of you MFers out there who questioned me on my hero plays, who didn't buy in, who were talking that, yeah, yo, here's a way to buy back into hero, even though his prices have blown through the roof. Get the Tyler Hero luck of the lottery cards, raw or silver. They haven't been subbed more than likely, and you could pay a little bit of a premium. You could get the luck of the lottery base for probably five to twelve bucks. You could get the luck of the lottery silver for around thirty-five to fifty. If you're looking for an all-play on Tyler Hero because you decided to question Mr. Andrew Goldberg, here's the way you get in on him: buy the luck of the lottery. It's such a swaggy card of him. He looks so sick in it. It's like 
Uh, it's a card that I think a lot of people are going to want. It's a low pop card, and it's a card that hasn't been subbed like the other cards. Um, it, frankly, it was probably a $1 to $2 card just a few weeks ago. Um, so people were like, ah, I don't really want to sub. So really urge you guys to think about it. If you missed the train on Tyler Hero, his base and his prism, uh, his base prism and his silver prism, take a look at the luck of the lottery cards. I think over time they're going to get a ton of um, hype. And I think the silver, raw, uh, ungraded Tyler Hero is, is, is really, really worth taking a look at. So before you either move on to other picks or leave this one, I need you to sort of take a bow because I'm going to force you to do this stuff, right? So you never, you never tout yourself. I say Tatis, and then when Tatis cards explode, I tell everybody how great he is. I say Kyle Lewis and Jake Cronenworth. And wouldn't you know, even though you didn't know who either of those guys were when I said them, but Cronenworth was a throw-in on the Tommy, on the Tommy Pham trade. Um, I think those two guys are going to win the rookie of the year, AL and NL. And you guys are going to be happy that you were among our listeners. Um, I like to, I like to toot my own horn as they say, right. I like to, you know, I like to say how great I am, but no matter what I have done here and I've made some really good picks, nothing compares to your hero pick. Then your second time doubling down on hero and then a third triple down on hero. When I basically was like, I'm, this was the beginning of August. I mean, you first started picking them end of July, uh, middle of July to end of July, you're picking Hero when, trust me, nobody else is looking at this guy, and now everybody's talking about him. Um, you know, I got friends coming out of the woodwork texting me this morning saying, hey, you're, you're, you're the card expert. Is this guy Hero for real? I mean, I, I want to say to him, yeah, but, you know, you were all laughing when I told you to listen to the, to the, to the podcast and telling me, oh, why is Andrew picked Tyler Hero with every episode? So do me a favor, man. Take a victory lap. What did you remember see? That, remember that guy that texted you when I I, yeah. I, I played Hero the third time? And he's like, yep. does this guy know yep. anything other than Tyler Hero? Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, why, why? And what's funny about it is I went back and I listened to the episode. I listened to our, our episode the third time you picked him. And I was like, I'm done. I'm finished. Yep. You can't do this, man, because this is you can't be just keep picking Hero. Tigers and Hero show. Yeah, and, and you were like, listen, this is still a winner. It's as much of a winner as it was before, and it's, you know, people, they got to get in on it. Maybe there'll be people who haven't heard the first two times, and here's the third, and, and here's why. And you were right. So what did you see? What do you still see? You asked me whether Tyler Hero is a, a hold or a sell or a buy. Obviously, you still think he's a buy, at least certain of his cards, because that's your pick today. But give us, give us some background on it. Actually, like I said, take a victory lap on this. What did you see with Hero besides the chip on his shoulder? What did you see in his game? Where do you see his game going? What do you think about his cards? Do you think he's a, uh, a semi-long-term hold? Do you think that the cards still have room to grow? Talk to me about his base prism. Talk to me about his, his prism silver. Tell me what the pricing is on them. Tell me where they are. You are, for all intents and purposes, the OG Hero lover. So no one knows this stuff better than <laughs> you. And, I can't believe you capped your question. That's it. Call so me go. the hero lover. That's Jeez, it. what a great I mean, question. And then you went there. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, I mean, what, what, I was going to say you're a hero nut hugger, but it sounds terrible. So, I mean, you, you're a fanboy of this guy. And you no, have no, done... no. Let me jump in here. Let me jump in. Yeah, please. Go. So, if I were to say Apple stock is underpriced, and then I would hop on a week later and say, hey, guys, Apple's still underpriced. They're making $30 a share. Um, their iPhone sales in China and Asia are exploding. Their MacBook is the best I've ever used. No one would question that, right, Kate? So I'd be like, oh, good. And then if I brought the play nope, again. No question at all. 
I would say Apple's still crushing it. You know, the revenue is, keeps growing up year after year. The product development's amazing. No one question it. But for some reason, when it comes to sports and gambling, we, we have a different mindset. We would rather make a different play than to double down on what we see is working. And I think that mentality needs to really shift. You know, if you find a strategy that works, double down on it. And here's the strategy. I look for fundamentals, intangible, and character and brand. And I think when you have all three of those, you're set. So fundamentals, work ethic, and you actually shoot the ball well. And let's use basketball. You have fundamental, like you dribble the ball well, you can pull up, you could get your shot when you need, you could get to the bucket, you could finish with your right hand, your left hand, you could rebound properly, you could, you could pass the ball well. So like, for example, you look at Lonzo Ball, he doesn't have good fundamentals. I like the guy. I think he's a big brand, actually, but he doesn't have fundamentals. So one, fundamentals, okay? I love fundamentals because I think fundamentals, like habits, uh, working hard, th that's really hard to change at the professional level. Cool? Uh, and, and you could use that with quarterbacks too, right? So, like, of course, there's some quarterbacks that change the fundamentals of how they throw. But if you actually look at it, all successful quarterbacks have really good fundamentals, uh, good footwork. Uh, they're able to get the ball out of their hands fast. So fundamentals. I, I, I'm a, that's my core, man. I would say that's 80%. Intangibles. Mindset, you know, what do they look like when things don't go their way? You know, are they still competing or they get down and feel bad for themselves? Intangibles. Uh, love intangibles. But that's only 10% of it. Uh, and then brand. Here's where the, this is important. This is the cherry on top because we've all seen guys who've had the, the latter two, uh, the latter former two, whatever, who've had the first two, but they don't have that charisma, that poise that that it factor i think is what people use um that's super important because what happens is when people start noticing your fundamentals and they start working when people see that those intangibles are really what separate you from the pack do you have the charisma do you have that it factor to build a brand around to make people like you to make people want to be in your corner uh, and then when you have all three of those criteria, you're an investable asset. And that's what I saw with Hero. I saw him all year. I watched his game. Uh, I, I, I said it on one of the episodes. I remember when uh, he was playing the Sixers in a big game. That was a big game. They were down. They made a comeback. And at the end, this dude, instead of going to the rim and getting an open layup because it was a three-point game, he pulls up for a step back three with like less than a minute left. That's a 20-year-old kid. Like, that to me is something. That to me is something. So I'm like, this kid's got it. So being able to spot that and check all three of those boxes off, that's what made him a play for me. You know what I Next. like? Tell me. You know what I like? And I'm going to just repeat one of your refrains here. You equate this to stocks, right? I don't yeah. know about most of you guys, but if you buy stocks, the first thing you do before you buy a company is you educate yourself about that company right? You read about the company. Maybe you only buy stock in companies that you do business with yourself. Maybe buy Disney because you go to Disney World every year and you only watch Disney movies at home and you got Disney Plus or maybe you bought stock in you know who BJ's Warren Buffett because that's where you shop, right? Warren Buffett invests in Coca-Cola. Coca you know what he drinks every day? Coca-Cola. Coca yeah, so, but, so he, how do I equate that to cards? And it's exactly what you've said. It's watch the games. 
because you're buying stock in these players, you watch the games. And I think the big difference with Hero now, besides the fact that he's getting a chance and some real minutes, is people are watching the games. I think that is the biggest difference. During the season, people weren't watching him play. You were. You were watching him play. And so what people are seeing now. Now, he wasn't putting up 37 points in a playoff game during the regular season. Obviously, he's taken full advantage of the opportunity that he's been given here on the national stage. But you were able to see, by watching the games in the regular season, enough that you knew if he was given a chance to play in these stages that he would actually perform like this. Well, Which is not a surprise to you. Well, here's, here's a tactic. Let's say, you, let, let's say you're out there listening to this podcast. You have a list of 10, 15 guys within whatever sport interests you the most that you're kind of on your radar. Well, take some time. Go to YouTube and search their college highlights. Search what their college coaches have said about them. It's out there sounds, for, for free. It sounds a lot like episode 20 with Rips. What did he tell you before he invested in Giannis? He was all over YouTube. He was watching did, him your yeah. step, watching what he did. He was going there. He was researching. It's the same thing as anything else, guys. Do your due diligence, right? Watch. It's not magic. It's not magic. It's not like he just learned how to Eurostep today in uh, September 2020. He's been working on it and perfecting it, you know? Uh, it's, it's, it's vital, man. It's vital. I, I highly recommend it. It's fun. It's really fun. It's really fun to do your homework, do your due diligence, do the research, go to YouTube, watch him, and see that from a mile away. I think we're going to have an amazing opportunity this spring watching college kids, college basketball players. You want to buy 2021 Prism and know who's going to be the guy? You want to buy Prism this year? Go back and watch RJ Hampton. I know his highlights are on YouTube from Australia. Dude's a stud. He passed, he passed up um, going to college, decided to go pro in Australia. Dude's a stud. I don't know if he's going to be a winner. I'm going to do my research, and it's free. It's free. You go on YouTube and you watch, and you see, is this guy, is his game going to transition to the uh, NBA or not? It's really it. I question. I think LaMelo is uh, an interesting one. I would go watch his highlights. I think he's going to be a really interesting guy. Now, do you know who I like in the in prison this year? And you're not going to be able to find too many highlights because he played like seven seconds of college ball for Memphis. I like Wiseman. Haven't watched enough of him. Uh, no, there's not that much to watch. He played like two games and was suspended. Um, you know, but uh, he's just got like a seven-five wingspan or some crazy numbers. I think he's going to land a three to the Hornets with a really young team around him who is in desperate need for you a really big. think he's going to go to the Hornets? I do. They have P.J. Washington. He's, he's a bigger – he's more of like the center. PJ's a forward. He's more of like the, the five position. He's more of oh. like they're losing Bismack, Biombo, and they just lost uh, – who's, who's the guy who uh, – Williams, who went to the uh, – Marvin Williams to the book. Yeah, Marvin. He old, went to the box. Old, old man Marvin. Yeah, so it's, it's that type of a player, like an actual center type player, to put with PJ Washington and Terry Rozier and Bridges and Devontae. It's a pretty cool little lineup. And he's like an ath- athletic – I can't believe they signed Rozier to that contract, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But I was expecting to see him traded. We'll see what happens. It's you know, it's not the off season yet. He would actually be okay. No, he'd be not okay with Giannis. He'd be another Eric Bledsoe. Um, no offense. I like Terry. He's actually pretty freaking funny. Uh, I just as a basketball player, you got to shoot from three. You got to you got to be able to stretch the team, uh, stretch the defense. I was going to say something, and I, uh, it slipped my mind for just two seconds here. Oh, you asked me, do I think Hero is a buy, hold, or sell? 
Yeah, that's wow. the. I do believe there will be an opportunity to rebuy. Here's why I say that. If Luca, after his absurd performance against the Clippers, is a rebuy now, people's, people's recency bias is shocking. Yes, I know you're drinking a soda. We'll put some money into Coca-Cola. People's recency bias is insane. Like, I woke up to Facebook groups, like, 25 to 30 posts of, like, show me your heroes, buying heroes. People are, like, posting their, like, Chronicles hero or Illusions hero. If you haven't watched my reels yet, guys, I put up a cool heroes reel the other day. You know, there's there's a lot of songs about heroes. So check that one out. (laughs) It makes it easy for me. (laughs) I've never seen recency bias like I have here. Really? I mean, I, I mean, I assume it's the same thing with everything, right? So especially when it's, when it's something that everyone's watching, right? You know, somebody does well, um, when everyone's watching, people want to buy them. Like I said, it was with Soto last year, although people kind of knew Soto. But, I mean, I'm trying to think of, you know, of, of enough. I guess I can't, so you're probably right. Well, I'll tell you, I've had, I had the, a lot of hero cards, and I have a lot still uh, at PSA. I sold my two silvers for nine fifty each. They sold, and I'm okay with it. Like, I, we could talk about that a little bit. I, I probably sold them a bit low, but I – I, I made money on it. They were people were been buying them up last night like crazy. Just been buy, literally hit buying, and it was eleven fifty, twelve fifty. I saw some sales at. What's a base? What's a base ten go for now? Sold for over four hundred. I sold a, one at auction right now over five hundred. So like today, you could be a five hundred dollar card base ten, and you were telling people to buy the raw cards for twenty dollars. <laughs> Pretty insane, right? It's nuts. It's nuts, but that's the kind of value we want to bring you guys, Luca Nation. That's the kind of value we want to bring you. And believe hey, it or not, Andrew, one guy traded me. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. No, I'm, I was going to tra- say what, what you like the most is hopefully people who are listening to this who made that play based on you, tell them to buy it, did it. So here, guys, this is just a little insight into my, uh, my co-host here. The thing that wakes him up in the morning is being able to come on here and trying to help you guys out. So you know what I would love to hear the most when we post this? Comment on it, right? Actually interact with us. You don't have to DM. I want, I want a conversation starting on it because I can tell you guys, after the third time he made the play and said, go out there and buy these for $20, I waited 72 hours. I, I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture up if I can. And I bought eight uh, hero base prism cards. And I sent them all into PSA. I don't know what they're going to grade. I have no idea. I want to know if anybody else did. Did anybody else grab some Tyler Hero Prism cards, whether it be a PSA, whether it be a silver, whether it be a base, you name it, 20 bucks, 22 bucks, 18 bucks. Can you do me a favor? And if you're listening to this, and we have, I know there's a lot of you guys listening to this, post a comment when we, when we publish this episode tonight, while you're watching the game, whatever it is, post a comment and just let us know. I got one. I bought three. I bought two. I, you know what? I, I didn't have, I couldn't find a prism that I like, so I bought an optic. You know, I want, I want, Andrew is not doing a good enough job of, of patting himself on the back. So I need you guys to give him a little kudos because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of sports and I, um, I basically go home at night and just live sports cards. I'm on a million uh, groups. I check into break rooms just to see what the cards look like when they're being broken. I mean, I spend a lot of time in this hobby. And nobody was picking this guy besides Andrew. Literally nobody. Now, there are people who are going to come out of the woodwork now and say they're fans or they liked him, but nobody was doubling and tripling down on Tyler Hero 
a month and a half, two months ago, like this guy was. So do me a favor and you know, let us know if you got a win because of Andrew. Let us know if you bought some cards on him. Mean, it'll, it'll make me happy. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I appreciate that, man. That was, that was really kind. I'll, I'll leave it there. That was, that was really kind. And you, you, you hit the nail on the head with who I am and how I feel. Well, listen, guys, we appreciate you. We love the interaction. We love the listener count. It is amazing. Um, I, honestly, um, it's been just over two months. And I can tell you, 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 our listening audience has already exceeded our expectations on this. And we promise to just keep giving you content. We promise to keep coming with content every day for you guys. Um, and we want to expand it. Andrew, you want to give these guys and tell them what, what we're thinking about doing with YouTube? Tell them it's coming soon. It's coming soon. I, I want to get it on YouTube. I want to get us on uh, a few different platforms. I want to add uh, clips from our episodes and put them on IGTV as well. So we, I got a friend working on that, Mr. Bruno Rezak, my friend from Croatia, who loves all things sports. He's helping us with the production part of it. Uh, and we're working hard. We're working hard and we're hoping to, because here's the thing. I know everyone can't go and listen to a full length podcast. So I want to bring you clips. If you know, if you have a two minute, five minute clip on IGTV that you could, you know, sit on the toilet and quickly listen to, <laughs> that'd be a dream. That's it, man. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. That's, uh, that's when you, when, when you think of taking a shit, think of Andrew. So there you go. So here's the, uh, here's the, that's, 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 it's, it's great. I love it. You're, you're a genius. So guys, the point here is we're trying to expand this and we're trying to, you know, give you guys uh, what you want. Let us know. You got any ideas? You want to see us do, you know, a certain episode? You want to see us talk about a certain thing? We got some really great ideas yesterday. And there really are a lot of people asking for us to do kind of like a grading episode. The ins and outs of grading, the differences between the grading companies, um, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So we definitely, we, we have to do that, Andrew. We definitely have to set aside some time and do a, kind of a grading episode. And maybe it makes sense. And guys, let us know what you think about this. Maybe it makes sense to bring on, you know, somebody who does grading. You know, one of the, one, like a subber talk about why you know what kind of value they bring maybe that could be a market mover segment for next week or the week after all right love it luca nation thanks cage thanks everybody we'll talk to you soon have fun watching that thursday night football minchu mania put on your mustaches talk to you later thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the lucas tigers and bronze oh my podcast um do us a favor and like subscribe now you know what don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.